Welcome to week 10 of Smokey College Football Picks with the Bandit. I'm Smokey. We're running right along to a full-fledged college football season here. We've got our final four picks out. We've got the big ratings out. Once again, Smokey and the Bandit have predicted another earth-shattering move in the college football season. And what was that move, Bandit, that you've been calling all season? Well, all season, Smokey, what I've been calling for is that Frank Beamer's going to retire, that they wouldn't fire him, that they would work out something, but that he was on the hot seat. And sure enough, news this week, we've been calling for it for the entire season. Sure enough, Frank Beamer's retiring at the end of the season, and they're going to look for another coach. So we should just change the podcast to uh, which coach is going to get fired next week. Welcome to Smokey. College coaches quitting slash getting fired picks with the bandit. I like it. I like it. But, uh, you know, it's going to get real this week. We got the playoff picks out. Uh, let me let me ask you this. Most of our listeners probably know what those playoff picks are. You know, Clemson's number one. Uh, we got two SEC teams in the top four. Uh, what do you think about them? Uh, I'm shocked how you don't have TCU or Baylor over Alabama. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that that's a little bit of the uh, Alabama, I don't know. They really like that win over Texas A&M, I guess. I don't know. Um, That's the only difference I can really find there. Um, Strength of schedule is important, though. That's the problem. Baylor and TCU haven't played anybody. Yeah, you know, I mean, the the Big 12 has got to be really upset. The Big 10 might be upset thinking Michigan State belongs in there. And, you know, I don't, I don't really think the uh, Pac-12 could really make an argument for any of their teams. They've knocked off each other. Yeah, the Pac-12 is the one that has the most uh, reason to be upset because their season, uh, a big portion of that has already happened. You know, the, the Big 12's going around saying that this is going to be a November to remember or something like that. And they have, you know, all kinds of games, basically a round robin between Baylor, TCU, Oklahoma, and Oklahoma State. And that's what we have the entire month of November. So they feel like, well, the committee will look at, somebody will come out of that and they'll get in the playoff from the Big 12. How can Uh, Oklahoma, with that loss to Texas, even think they belong in the Big 4? You know, I mean, the the problem is is that the committee always has kind of that short memory. So if you lose early, even if it's a really bad loss, like the loss against Texas is bad, uh, it's about as bad as any team that could be in the playoff. But, I mean, they could argue, I guess, if they go through and they beat TCU, they beat Baylor, and then they, they finish the season off beating Oklahoma State, they might they might have a pretty good uh, argument there. I don't know. I, I, don't, I agree with you, though. I don't think they're a playoff team. Here's a question for you. Florida wins the rest of their game with their crappy quarterback, Harris. Their only loss is to LSU. Oklahoma wins the rest of their games. Their only loss is the Texas. Who gets into the Final Four? Well, are, are, you're assuming the Florida wins okay. uh, against an LSU team in a rematch? Let me rephrase. Florida loses the SEC championship game to LSU. Florida has two losses to LSU. Oklahoma has one loss to Texas. Who gets in? Well, neither of the teams get, get in in that situation. But you're saying, like, which one gets picked for, like, a, a lesser bowl? No, who would... <laughs> So you're saying Florida, even if they lost twice to LSU, 
and Texas beat wins outright, and Texas only has the loss. Pardon me, not Texas. Oklahoma only has the loss to Texas. You think Oklahoma would get picked over Florida with two losses, both to LSU? Well, I, I think it's an academic discussion because I don't think either of the two teams would get picked in that situation. Because I, I still think in that in that situation, you're going to pick somebody like a, you know, you're going to pick a Notre Dame or the committee. Okay. Say everything works out. Say Notre Dame loses, Clemson loses, everything just happens to work out. And your choices for the fourth team are Florida with two losses to LSU or Oklahoma with one loss to Texas. Who gets in? Unbeaten LSU? Unbeaten LSU. Well, you have to take Florida in that situation. Their only losses to, I'm assuming close losses. I'm not assuming a blowout in the SEC title game where they look horrible. I'm assuming two close losses. In that situation, yeah, you got to take Florida over Oklahoma in, in, in that circumstance, even if Oklahoma does win out. So I, I agree with you there, but I think it's not going to happen because you need a lot of other teams to lose in a lot of different ways leading up to that. Do you play fantasy uh, sports? Uh, a little bit, yeah, of course, sometimes. Well, this is Fantasy Final Four, so I'm... I'm allowed to have all the teams lose in my scenario. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I guess we've got Baylor, TCU losing. You've got Michigan State losing. Every team in the country is losing, except in my scenario. <laughs> <laughs> Every team's losing. So, so, uh, so, except in that scenario, yeah, I, I say in that scenario, a two-loss Florida team would make it in. I don't think a two-loss team will ever make it in the playoff, though, um, or it'll be a long time. You're going to have to have almost the entire top 25 be two-loss teams for that, to, or there's not to be many undefeated teams for that to happen. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I, 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 you still feel good about your, your, your playoff picks. Let me ask you that. Did you still have TCU in there? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I mean, just to recap, you've got LSU, Clemson. We both agree on those two, and evidently the committee does too. Uh, you got Ohio State. I, I disagree with you there. I've got Michigan State, and uh, you've got TCU, and I've got Oklahoma State because I've got to be a rebel, and i got to be the bandit, and i got to pick a team that nobody else is going to pick. Um, you still feel good about your picks? I will, but we'll know more next week because I think we've got a big game in the Big 12 this week, don't we? Oh yeah, we got we got some big games in the Big Twelve, and we got a huge. We got we got one of the first elimination games, is what I'll call it in the uh, in the SEC. That that'll be the the last game that we covered uh, today. That's going to be LSU Alabama. That's definitely the biggest game. Uh, it's probably the biggest game of the season so far. But uh, but let's get into the other games real quick, shall we? What, how do you think you did last week? I think I went seventeen and zero. Uh, you did not go seventeen and zero. We we had a push. Sixteen so, and one. We, we, we covered 14 games. You got eight of them right. That's not bad. Eight and five isn't bad. You did miss your lock, though. So, I, you know, we got to come up with some kind of penalty. I, I don't know if, uh, you know, maybe you can only speak in parables for the rest of the podcast. I, 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 I don't know. But um, I wound up doing one game better than you, but I did hit my lock. I took TCU over West Virginia. Um, but anyway, not bad. Uh, if we, I, if I, I only speak I in parables. If I only speak in parables, that'd be painful for our listening audience because then they just have to listen to you, and where's the fun in that? <laughs> there is no fun in that. So let's get into uh, let's get into the games. Let's, let's start off with uh, a, a team uh, that that's been horrible, but it's an interesting uh, noon game. We got Texas Tech going to West Virginia. 
Virginia is an eight-point favorite. Who do you like here? I am not getting off that Texas Tech bandwagon. I'm going to take Texas Tech in the points because it's going to happen one of these weeks. They've really fallen apart, Texas Tech, but uh, I'm going to I'm going to take the Red Raiders to uh, cover it to at least, uh, if not win outright, to uh, keep it fairly close. Yeah, I mean Texas Tech is is absolutely. I mean they they've been giving up sixty and seventy points a game here, uh, and they really can't stop anybody. Their defense is very suspect. West Virginia could roll in this game, but I, I I'm not a big uh, a believer in West Virginia this year. I, I think that that they're you know probably a five hundred team at best, and uh, I got Texas Tech as well. So let's uh, let's move on to the SEC. We we, we saw Georgia get dismantled last week. Actually, you know, Florida didn't really win that game. Georgia just absolutely did everything to lose that game. And um, my, my, my next uh, coaching prediction is Mark Rick out at Georgia. That's my prediction. And uh, that's, that's the next coach on the hot seat. They're hosting Kentucky. 14-point favorites. Who do you like here? I actually thought about locking this one up, but uh, I don't want to jinx it by locking it up. But I'm taking Kentucky in the points. Georgia looked horrible. They looked awful. I mean, I, I, I'm assuming they're going with the same quarterback that played last week, right? Yeah, they're going with, uh, I think his name is Batu or Batu or something like that. Batu Dota. Like horrible. Wait, what'd you say? Dota Tota, solo. <laughs> Guido. I think that guy's that character's name was Guido, but yeah, with the Star Wars coming out, that's, uh, that's pretty uh, timely right now, actually. But yeah, I, I'm going to disagree with you here. I'm going to take Georgia... Um, I, I'm surprised that no one's talking about Mark Rick last week making the decision to start a brand new quarterback. He doesn't even, you know, like switch quarterbacks because he was like a running. You, you, I, I guess the argument is you have a running quarterback against Florida. Dobbs did pretty good or did pretty well against Florida as a running quarterback in the Tennessee game, but then the kid never runs. So what, what what was the point of that? Yeah, he, he should have really tailored a game plan that utilized his legs. And he just said, uh, it's almost like uh, you were saying when we were talking, does Mark Rick have one foot out the door? Does he want that Miami job? Which uh, I don't know why. I think Georgia's a much higher profile these days than Miami. So I don't know. I, I know he went to Miami, but uh, that the Miami now is not the Miami he went to. So I think Georgia's a much more prestigious coaching job. So I, there's something going on there behind the scenes we don't know about. There's there's definitely something in Georgia that we don't know about. Uh, and I think that Rick is out. And I, I think that, you know, what what really made me think about the Miami job is the fact that I saw on, I don't know, Monday Night Football or something like that, there was a uh, picture of like the 82 uh, Miami Hurricane quarterbacks. And um, I, I know I told you who the quarterbacks were, but can you name like like three of them. Well, first off, you one didn't. Of them was, one of them First off, you didn't see that on Monday Night Football. Second off, Monday Night Football is on ABC. Third off, the game was on CBS, and fourth off, it was the Florida Georgia game where you saw the photo. Okay, all right, all right. Now we've cleared that up. We saw, I saw it during the Florida Georgia game, and, uh, and and I was thinking about this because there's pro quarterbacks in it. But can you name uh, the quarterbacks that were in the photo? Yeah, yeah. It was Vinny Testaverde. Bernie Cozart, Jim Kelly, and some guy to be named later, and Mark Rick. Yeah, Mark Rick. That's right. Some guy named Vandewee or something like that. So, yeah, they had five quarterbacks, and they had three future NFL starters and Mark Rick. 
So um, that made me think, you know what? I think this guy's going to jump for that, that Miami job. And I think he could win in the ACC. I think that's a poor state's worst nightmare. I don't think uh, Jimbo Fisher wants to see Mark Rift in the ACC. I think that would be bad for, for the Knowles. But uh, I disagree with you here. I'm going to take Georgia uh, and hope that they cover the 14. They can get it going. You sure Mark Rick doesn't want the South Carolina job? <laughs> oh, gosh, there's going to be a lot of coaching vacancies. This is, uh, this is probably one of the, the, the biggest coaching markets right now is this year because there's just so many jobs that are going to be open uh, by the end of the year. Um, and I'm pretty happy with the coach we got at Florida uh, with Mac. And I'll tell you what, we're hosting Vanderbilt. We have a chance to wrap up the SEC East. Florida's a 21-point favorite. Who you like here? I like Florida to win, but no way they cover 21. If I'm betting, I'm taking Vandy in the points. Vandy's not typical horrible Vandy, uh, but they, Florida should win this game. It's homecoming. I don't like the early noon start time. But uh, I don't think Florida, with Harris at quarterback, covers 21 anyway whatsoever. Yeah, I, I don't like the early noon start game for, the, for, for Florida. They always, in, in, in seasons, they always play Vandy tight. I don't know what it is. I, I, I guess we both agree on this. We both watched Florida. They didn't really do anything on offense against Georgia. You know, we, we had a special teams touchdown, and, uh, you know, and, and we manufactured 20 points within like a two-minute span before the half. So, you know, I think that Vandy can, can stay close within 21. I think Florida wins this game, but they win by, like, 10 points. It's closer than we think, and I agree with you there. So that's, uh, that tells you something about the Gators and which way you should bet on that one. Um, this is actually a decent matchup. I really thought that these were two horrible teams, and then I looked at it, and they're not bad. Um, and that's Penn State at Northwestern. And Northwestern's a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Who do you like here? Yeah, uh, this one, I was flopping more times than a fat man in a waterbed. <laughs> oh, my gosh, I knew you were going to say that. I actually have on my note here flipping in, like, because I knew you were going to flip-flop. I actually picked a team, erased it, and picked the other team before the podcast. Yeah, it's... I was doing the exact same thing. Which side you end up on? I got to go with the home team. Uh, Penn State's offense is horrible. Uh, I'm going to take uh, Northwestern... Uh, to butt fumble by three or something on some crazy Big Ten play that we'll be seeing for the next 20 years. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I went back and forth. I had Penn State first, and I switched to Northwestern. So I'm going to agree with you here because I, I flipped from, from Penn State to Northwestern. You know, one of the things that I looked at, I think how Penn State finishes the season is ridiculous. I think it's uh, uh, something like uh, – uh, I think they. I think they've got Michigan and Michigan State to end the, the season. I don't know if they have Ohio State in there somewhere. I can't remember. But um, but yeah, brutal schedule down the stretch, and uh, this is kind of the start of it. So yeah, I like Northwestern at home. Um, a team that we both don't think is going to make it in the playoffs is Notre Dame, and I think this is a game where Notre Dame stumbles. I'm going to go ahead and tell you my pick when I give you the game. I like Pittsburgh. Getting eight and a half points at home against Notre Dame, I like Pitt. Who you like in this one? Yeah, I have a severe hatred of Pittsburgh because I think I always used to bet on them, and they would always screw screw me in my progressives when Dave Wanstat was there. Once that's been gone a while, I still hate Pittsburgh. I'm going to take Notre Dame to cover because I just can never take the Pittsburgh side. So if you're listening to my bets and you're betting according to what I say. 
tread lightly because I have a big hatred of Pittsburgh. And uh, I'm going to take Notre Dame to uh, cover the spread on this one. All right, all right. Well, that means that I feel pretty good about the, the, the Pittsburgh pick there. Uh, they always seem to go the wrong way against Smokey, so I'm feeling good there. Um, all right, the, the Pac-12 uh, last hope, Stanford, going to Colorado. Uh, Colorado uh, is obviously not favored in this game. They're getting 16 points. In other words, Stanford's a 16-point favorite. Who do you like here? That's a lot of points. Colorado, I think they've been better this year than they've been the last few years. But I'm going to have to take Stanford to cover this spread. I just, I think, uh, you know, Stanford sees the light at the end of the tunnel. And uh, I think they're going to put up some points here against Colorado. I'm going to take Stanford to cover. All right. Well, I agree with you here. I've got Stanford as well to cover. You know, one of the, the sneaky good college players here is Christian McCaffrey, who is the son of Easy Ed McCaffrey that used to play for the Broncos. And uh, I think that Sanford can, you know, should win this game pretty easily. I don't think Colorado is really that good. I was surprised by the spread. I thought it would be a little bit higher. So I'm going to take Stanford to cover as well. If, uh, if Ed McCaffrey was still playing today, is it me or does it seem like he would get a concussion every week? <laughs> With the new concussion protocol, he would never be allowed back on a field. Yeah, he he would have he would have like uh, uh, the last three years of his career would be would, would be non-existent because he wouldn't be able to play. Um, but yeah, he, he, that guy was a concussion center, and uh, be really interesting to uh, to, to kind of see what his you know what I don't know if his son has the same issue. Um, he plays running back, so. He probably, you know, gets in a lot of contact, but um, he's doing well this year, I'll tell you that. Um, we haven't locked in a game, so keep in mind that, that uh, we got to come up with a lock. Um, I'm going to lock in this next game. I'm not going to tell you which way I'm going to go, but I've got uh, – we've got Iowa going to Indiana. Iowa's a seven-point favorite. Who do you like here? I'd have to be a dumbass not to know which way you were locking in since you've already told me you locked in. Uh, I thought about locking in this game. I will not. Uh, I had a couple in mind that I was thinking about locking in. This was one of them. I'm going to take Iowa. I don't understand why everybody thinks Indiana is such a big threat to Iowa. I don't think Indiana is very good. Yeah, the, the, the other thing is I, I am locking in Iowa. I'm going with the with my, my love for C.J. Beathard there. I've got a man crush on, on the Iowa Hawkeyes this year. Uh, have the entire year. I don't think, I've even said this though, an undefeated Iowa team does not make it into the playoff. Um, uh, uh, they they would have to beat Michigan State or Ohio State. In the Question playoffs. for you. Um, and I, I, still, I don't think that's going to happen. But Indiana's lost four straight. People don't realize that. Like Indiana won like its first, I don't know, three games or whatever, but it's lost four in a row or, or, or something along those lines. So I don't like a team that has to play Iowa that's playing for something. Indiana's not playing for anything, really. And I don't like the fact that they lost four straight, so I'm going to lock it in. Um, Question for I, you. You go ahead. I guess you didn't hear me the first time. <laughs> so, when you dream at night, is it like C.J. Beathard riding a horse and you on the back of the horse and you guys are naked riding down a beach? No, no, no. That's I. I, I think that's like you're. Uh, I think you're thinking too much of the old Spice guy that's that's in the commercials, uh, who's riding like on the horse and and uh, uh, the spokesperson for that. But no, it's 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 uh, it, it, it's a little more subdued than that. Really, it's it, it's not not as fantastical as as what you're. Imagining. So your man crush hasn't hit that level yet, is what you're saying? <laughs> it, it hasn't. It hasn't. It hasn't gotten to that level yet. 
tell you what. Why don't you give them the uh, the Twitter handle and the uh, the email address? Okay, if you think the bandit has a ridiculous man crush that's going too far on C.J. Beathard, we want to hear about it. And you can tweet us at SmokyBanditCFB on Twitter, or uh, email us in uh, and let us know in a lengthy, lengthy essay what's wrong with Bandit and C.J. Beathard riding a horse down the beach together at SmokyAndTheBanditCFB at Yahoo.com. I think uh, Jim Harbaugh came to college football with that angry scowl on his face because he's not even in, like, the top ten most angriest coaches. What's wrong with Brian Kelly at Notre Dame? And did you see him push and shove his uh, strengthening, conditioning coach uh, last Saturday? Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised this isn't a bigger story. Uh, yeah, he's he's pushing uh, the guy. He's getting up in his face. It's, it's absolutely horrible. Um, I, I don't know why this isn't a bigger deal, but I guess it's Brian K- Kelly and Notre Dame doing well, so they're going to, you know, overlook it, I guess. Did you know Brian Kelly's already in anger management classes? <laughs> that I'm not surprised about. Brian Kelly does need to be in anger management. That's not a joke. That's not, that's dead serious. Um, dead serious. I believe it. He, he needs to be. Um, I'll tell you what, I'm taking Michigan. I'm taking the hardballs over Rutgers. I, I, I like him to cover this one by 40. Yeah, I think I do too. Uh, I think I'm going to take Michigan. It's it's Futgers. You know they've uh, they've uh, they haven't had anybody arrested in a while. I know we we talk about this every few weeks, but uh, I'm thinking they'll probably have a clean week. But they're still going to get uh, Shamalama Ding Dong by uh, Michigan there. All right, all right. So uh, this is a game for your DraftKings. Uh, uh, basically, anyone that you take in this game may may make your DraftKings uh, lineup here. Well, first off, I am swearing off daily fantasy and college football because I've yet to win $1 this college football season. I put up like 160 points, and I'm still not finishing, and these are just contests where you double up, so I obviously don't know what I'm doing. Yet, somehow in pro football, I finished third among 10,000-plus people, so I guess I'm going to just stick to the pro football and the daily fantasy for now on. I, I, you're talking about that on Monday night, and yep. uh, you were in third. You stayed at third. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, the top eighteen hundred all won the same amount of money, but it's the best finished I've ever had in a daily fantasy. I mean, third among ten thousand plus players is pretty good. So I just had one of those, and it was funny because my account was dwindling there, and uh, now it's back up to respectability. But uh, yeah, I uh, I think uh, I'm going to lock this game up. I'm going to lock it up, so I'm probably jinxing it. Everybody beware. I'm taking TCU. All right, all right. Uh, I like your lock. I, I think that TCU could definitely, uh, uh, you know, they should they should pass all over Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State has no pass defense, and TCU has all the weapons on offense to, to make it happen. But I just got this feeling about Oklahoma State this year. I don't know what it is. I think that they, they find a way to win. They find a way to win the close games. You know what your feeling is? What is that? It's more cowbell. It is more cowbell. <laughs> I got a feeling. And uh, I'll tell you what. 
I, I like Oklahoma State uh, this year. I'm going to stick with it. I was surprised that the spread was only five. I'll be honest. It was almost like uh, a couple weeks ago when we were talking about USC and Utah. We were like, how is USC favored in this game? Like when Utah is the number three team in the country. How is that possible? And evidently Vegas was right. I think Vegas is right here on the spread. Five, only five points at home. I like Oklahoma State. I'm going to take them to win a close game here. So just to, just to recap, Smokey, TCU, and a lock, Bandit, more cowbell. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. And then, uh, so we got we got to go to the ACC here. We got Florida State. We got them going to Clemson. Clemson a twelve point favorite. Who do you like here? Boy, I would love to see Florida State win this game. Being being that the Gators play Florida State, it would knock Clemson out of the Big Four, so it clears up a, more of a path for us. I'm going to take Florida State in the points. I, I'm I'm not a, a Dabu Sweeney believer. All right. Well, I am a Dabu Sweeney believer, believer, and I do think that Clemson is the best team in the country right now. Um, I do not think very highly of Florida State. I think this is an off year for them. I think that they're in a rebuilding year. I like Clemson to cover here the 12, and I like Clemson to roll to the uh, the uh, playoff. I don't know how you can put Clemson in your playoff and have them lose in the Florida State in this game. I mean, maybe maybe they're not going to cover the 12. I, I guess I'll give you that out. Like, maybe they're going to win by a field goal. But uh, I, I like Clemson to roll in this game. I think it's going to be a three- to six-point game. Uh, uh, you know, questions. You don't happen to know what time this game's at, do you? Yeah, it's at uh, uh, 3.30. Oh, I wish it was. Well, I guess since it's on the road, three thirty. Weird things happen at three thirty. I think Florida State could keep it close. And yes, I'm 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 rooting for a. uh, I guess it's not called the BCS anymore. A championship mix-up weekend. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, we we might get it because we got a lot of potential elimination games here. And uh, I'll tell you what, here's a, here's a game that I think is going to eliminate someone from the title con- uh, contender. Now it's going to give away who I'm going to pick. Um, Memphis is at home against Navy. And I know people are like, undefeated Memphis, can they get in? They can get in, even if they're undefeated. They're not going to get in after they lose to Navy. I'm taking Navy in the seven points. Who do you like in this one? In the Navy. You always were a village people kind of a guy, weren't you? You know what? You got me on the back of horses with C.J. Beathard and, and playing with the village people. You know, I, it doesn't surprise me. But, uh, yeah, sure. I'm on the Navy. I'm, I'm on the uh, the line with the Navy here. I'm taking Memphis to cover this game. I thought about locking this one up. I'm taking Memphis. I was surprised it was only a seven-point spread. Oh, wow, wow. You like Memphis here. I'll tell you what. Memphis, I don't think they can stop the run very well. And I think Keenan Reynolds, uh, the Navy quarterback, that, by the way, just set the record for touchdowns in uh, uh, FBS uh, uh, play, is going to run all over Memphis, I think. And so I'm going to like uh, Navy and the seven points. Um, all right, another game, close spread. A little surprised by this one. Michigan State going to Nebraska. Mich- Michigan State's a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Who you like in this one? This is another game I thought about locking up. Can I can I use all the rest of my locks for the season this week? Uh, no, 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 you cannot. And I mean, I, I I think you're running out of fingers at this point. I think you're down <laughs> to like three fingers. So I would I would just pace yourself. Okay, I'm taking Michigan State to cover this spread easy. I, that's that's a very surprising spread, only six and a half. Yeah, I'm surprised by that too. I mean, Michigan State's defense is for real. Nebraska. Their defense is not that great. They're, they were winning games. You know, they, they are winning some games that are close. 
they're putting up some points. But, yeah, I like Michigan State to shut them down and uh, to cover the six and a half pretty easily as well. Um, I think I know which way you want to go on this one. Maybe you want to lock this one in, too. We got uh, Texas A&M hosting Auburn. Uh, Texas A&M, seven-point favorite. Who do you like? Guess what? I thought about locking this game in. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. You're, you're taking A&M, right? I'm taking A&M, yeah. All right, all right. I agree with you there, A&M. We don't need to talk a whole lot about this game. A&M is a pretty good, uh, a pretty good program. I think that the uh, even the committee, you know, they were talking about the difference between Florida. There's a huge difference in the rankings between Florida and Alabama. But Alabama lost to Ole Miss while Florida beat Ole Miss. And then Florida lost to LSU, which is, you know, uh, uh, above Alabama in the polls. So how is Alabama, how is there such a big difference between them? The only thing I can come up with is that Alabama beat Texas A&M. That's yeah. the only difference between the two uh, teams when you really compare it. So evidently the, the committee has a little uh, crush on Texas A&M, and so does Smokey. Well, who's Florida's best win? That's a good question. I mean, Florida's Mississippi. best win is obviously Georgia now. No, Mississippi. Well, the yeah, Ole Miss. Yeah, you're probably right. That's I was I was throwing that out. Um, but yeah, the I mean, you got to look at Alabama. You got to look at the actual games. They they were down at the half against Arkansas. Played a close game against Tennessee. Probably should have won that game. I mean, it's just it, I, I'm not I'm not on board with Alabama. I don't think they're a playoff team. Um, and and uh, but maybe maybe they get past LSU this week. We're going to get to that in two games here. We got two more to cover. Um, Coach Kill, as we said, he's out in Minnesota. They they fought valiantly in the in the last game. They're going to Ohio State. Ohio State twenty three and a half point favorites. Who you like? <sighs> Ohio State never covers. Very rarely. I got to think they. I'd love to see the stat. I'd love to see the stat on their covering. It's 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 not very good this year. No, no. Um, but I I can't. I just can't bring myself to pick Minnesota. I'm still going to take Ohio State. I mean, you know, Minnesota. They, they they went to Michigan. They lost by three. You know, with uh, uh, with Jerry Kill stepping down. Um, I Ohio State never covers. They're not going to cover this week. Is what I'm going to say here. And they're going to win this game, but they're going to—it's going to be close, is what I'm going to say. There's too much turmoil too. They got JT Barrett getting DUIs. They—they they got Cardell Jones that looks horrible this year. Uh, they got three quarterbacks, which means they have no quarterbacks, which is a line that you used earlier this season. I like Minnesota to cover. Yeah, and I don't understand uh, where. Yeah, we're not all high and mighty here, but how you get a full year for shooting steroids in your ass and one game for drunken driving. Yeah, well, I mean, you're assuming he was shooting steroids, Will Greer, and, I mean, he was obviously using a supplement. Yeah. Let's say he used an unauthorized GNC supplement, which is what I think actually happened there. That or beating up your girlfriend, which, I mean, you see what happened. I mean, Treon's suspension was overturned, and he was accused of rape. You know, Jameis Winston accused of rape. Nothing happened there. Um, but this is like, I mean, he was actually uh, in a car, I believe, you know, D, DWI. So, I mean, there's not even, the suspension didn't even come from the NCAA, right? It came from Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer, yeah. The, the morality police are asleep at the wheel in the NCAA. I mean, which is, I mean, for, for society, which is a better pro, I mean, which is a bigger problem? I mean, obviously the DUI is bigger because you can, you can kill somebody. 
According, I mean, Wilger is not going to kill anybody uh, but himself. Is a thing uh, with with the use of of uh, whatever he was supposed to be. You know, I, I get that it doesn't. You know, the one impacts uh, play and the other one doesn't, and they're trying to keep an even playing field. But I mean, the morality police—it's it's a little. Uh, I mean, it's a little backwards. Really. You know what I just read earlier today? Uh, Florida could reinstate Aaron Hernandez and he only has a two-game suspension for killing all those people. That's a good point. That's a good point. I would, I, I would, you know, I don't even know if there is a penalty for... Uh, I, I don't even know if there's an NCAA penalty for killing somebody. I really don't. It's probably it's probably a coach's decision and Urban Meyer would probably give him a three-game suspension, maybe. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. It's all out of whack. They really need to look at it uh, in the offseason to figure out what to do. Just like the NFL had the same problem, the NCAA is starting to have that same problem. And, um, you know, we got two more games, and uh, let's try to try to end it on, on, some, on some good notes here. we got Cal going to Oregon. Oregon's a five-point favorite. Who do you like here? What did Cal do last week? You don't have to remember, do you? I forgot. They had a big um, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cal, uh, uh, I believe Cal won against um, – they beat a pretty decent opponent. i got to think – Go ahead and, and, and give me a second to think about it. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, we'll 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 uh, give you our uh, our information here. You could uh, tweet us in uh, at Smokey Bandit CFB. Uh, let us know how we're doing on the show. Let us know what you think of our picks, or uh, email us in if you really hate us and and want to use uh, f bombs and everything. Keep it private. Email us in at Smokey and the Bandit CFB at yahoo.com. You uh you've been able to find Yeah, they lost to USC last week, I remember. They they lost to USC. It was never really close. Um I think Cal scored a late touchdown to make it look close, but uh they they lost, you know, by like six to USC um at home. Okay, well that that makes my decision. I'm going to take Oregon cuz uh uh Oregon's been horrible this year and uh I, they've been so bad they're going to lose all their Nike uh, jerseys. <laughs> Very, I, I, I like that. Uh, I, I like that line there. I'll tell you what. I'm going to take Cal, and the reason being is that you know Cal is coming off three straight losses. I think it's uh, that's what my notes say here. And evidently they they lost. You know, as I said, they lost to USC last week. Um, Oregon has secondary problems. They really have some defensive secondary issues. Cal should be able to pass all over them. I like Cal uh, and the five points. Um, all right, so the big finish here. We got the biggest game of the year so far. Uh, biggest game for the playoffs. Uh, one of the elimination games. We got LSU going to Alabama. Bama is a six-point favorite. The spread is dead right where it needs to be. Which way are you going on it? Well, first I have to disagree because there's no way this game is bigger than UL Lafayette at UL Monroe. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) The battle of the directional Louisiana. I love it. Uh, I, you know, I've got LSU in my final four. Something's telling me Alabama, though. I'm going to take Alabama to cover, knock LSU uh, out of the lead there in the West. LSU has not looked uh, that great. You know, I'm, I'm surprised how tough Florida played them, and that was at LSU where it's tough to play. The fact that this game's at Tuscaloosa, I've got to go with the Crimson Tide. All right. Um, before I make my pick, i got to ask you, under or over three and a half trick plays in this game? 
Under. Under. You think less trick plays. You, you think we don't see fake punts, fake field goals, less mile doesn't try to like onside kick the opening kickoff or something weird like that. You, you don't. You don't see the Mad Hatter doing anything crazy in this one. No, because the Gators aren't on the other sideline, and he knows those plays only work against the Gators. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good point. Well, I'll tell you what. I uh, I like. Leonard Fournette uh, to win the battle of the running backs here. I mean, uh, Derrick Henry is a, is, a, is a talented back. LSU's defense is good, though. They are. I think they're a better defense than Alabama. I think that uh, Les Miles, if, if the if the Harris kid can just play well enough to not throw a bunch of picks in this game, and they beat the ball to Leonard Fournette, and in the in the second half, you know that he he'll be able to wear down that Alabama defense, and they should be able to control the clock control the game, and grind this one out. I like LSU getting the six points. I like them to win this game by a field goal and basically just hold on at the end of the game for a victory. And here's a question Here's a question for you that we'll finish up with since we've already given out the Twitter handle. Is Leonard Fournette still your Heisman frontrunner? He is my Heisman frontrunner right now. The guy's absolutely killing it. There's, there's no one else that I think is, is more important to his team than he is to LSU, and this is going to demonstrate it in this game. This is his Heisman statement game right here. Yeah, I guess he's now beating out Will Greer. <laughs> that's, for, that's for sure. All right. Well, that's, uh, that, that's week 10 in the books. I'll give you the final word. Um. Yeah, I, I, I just think Fournette's running away with the Heisman. We've got a lot of exciting games uh, coming up this weekend. I'll be uh, sitting on my couch all day drinking Diet Dr. Pepper, watching Captain Kangaroo and some college football, and we're out. 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% play.